Hello, and welcome to On the Bright Side, news that is sure to keep you informed and hopefully change your perspective on how to view the news. I'm your host, Micah Hart. Thank you so much to those who listened last week. I really appreciate all of the love and support that I have received. If you are new here, welcome. I am so thankful that you decided to take a listen. Today, I will be sharing with you some dreadful stories and some optimistic ones. Nevertheless, all of the news stories share in common the fact that something good can be found in each of them. While the news presented today will seem rather negative, I hope to show you that there is a bright side. It just takes some time to find, but if you are willing to look, you too can find the light amid the chaos. Hillsdale crews work on snow clearing efforts caused by the winter snowstorm this past week. From early Wednesday morning into Thursday evening, Hillsdale County and the rest of the state and neighboring states received several inches of snow and even some ice as rain preceded the storm. In Hillsdale, crews were out clearing the roads all day Wednesday and Thursday, hoping to move all of the snow and ensure that individuals who needed to travel could do so. While some roads, especially unpaved roads, are still being worked on, state highways and most other main roads have been cleared. A big thank you to all of the crews who worked to clear the roads and make for safer travel. Also, thank you to Hillsdale College staff who worked to ensure that students were safe while traveling. I know as a student, I greatly appreciate the work that was done by both the town and the college. Although it is rather annoying and burdensome that the snow covered the roads and made travel nearly impossible at times, it is such a blessing to have crews that are willing to go out and do the work for ensuring that the roads do get cleared. To be honest, I would never want to clear all of the roads and ensure that they are ready for travel. Not only does it sound terrible because of the cold, but it also sounds stressful. It is not an easy job. When we are all sleeping in our warm homes, there are people who willingly go out and clear the roads. In addition to this, it just shows how amazing technology advancement in automotives truly are. Imagine not having vehicles to remove all of the snow. I get annoyed when I clear my car off. Just think how much worse it would be if we had to shovel every single road. Hillsdale County alone has 600 miles of roads that need to be cleared for travel to occur. It really does take a village. Again, many thanks to all of those involved in helping ensure that Hillsdale and the rest of the state can get up and running again. COVID-19 vaccines will soon be available for children under the age of five. In the near future, children ranging from the young ages of six months to four years old will be able to receive doses of the COVID-19 vaccine. According to Bridge, Michigan, on February 15th, the FDA's Vaccines and Related Biological Products Advisory Committee, VRBPAC, will meet to make a decision as to if Pfizer can distribute the vaccine to children under the ages of five. There would be two doses available, with the third one to be tested a few months after the first two are dispersed. One of the big concerns coming out of this is whether or not parents will want to vaccinate their children against the virus. 
Although I am not the parent of a child, this news comes as very concerning to me. I am not going to lie to you. I don't believe that this is a great idea for our children. However, I do believe that something good can be found in this story. As I said, this story is alarming to me. We are going to vaccinate young children with a brand new vaccine that we don't know much about, especially regarding long-term effects. Look, I'm 19 and I'm fearful of getting the vaccine. I can't fathom being under the age of five and getting the shot. With this, I do think it is amazing that we have the science to create something like this. A few years ago, something like this may not have been produced. Some say that is not a good thing. Yet, I feel that it is a good thing that we have the technology to do things like this. We are making so many advancements. Just think, technology has led to so many great achievements. And without it, society would not be the same today. I am by no means endorsing this vaccine. Do what is best for you, your family, and most importantly, your child. Biden tells of the recent U.S. raid in Syria that caused the death of an ISIS leader. According to Biden, and I quote, Last night, operating on my orders, the United States military forces successfully removed in a major terrorist threat to the world, the global leader of ISIS, known as Ajay Abdullah. Upon the death of al-Baghdadi in 2019, the former leader of ISIS, Abdullah, took over. Along with the death of the leader, women and children were also killed, according to ABC News. According to Biden, and I quote, We do not know that as our troops approach to capture the terrorist, in a final act of desperate cowardice, he, with no regard to the lives of his own family or others in the building, he chose to blow himself up, not just in the vest, but the blow up that third floor, rather than face justice for the crimes he has committed, taking several members of his family with him, just as his predecessor did, end quote. It is worth noting that a U.S. official did say that the civilian casualties were not due to actions taken by the U.S. military, but rather were due to the explosion caused by Abdullah. The death of civilians is terrible. I would never wish this on an innocent civilian, and I am not going to try to say that this is positive because it truly is a tragedy. Thankfully, the United States did kill an ISIS leader. It is good news that he was killed. While the U.S. did intervene, it had good intentions and took necessary actions to eliminate an ISIS leader and make sure the world is a little bit safer. There should always be a little hesitation in regard to foreign affairs. However, it is necessary at times and can help. This action taken by the Biden administration worked to unseat the current, now former, leader of a terrorist group. While some may suggest that he should have been taken alive for questioning, at least we killed him and prevented him from wreaking any more havoc. While ISIS does still exist, hopefully further actions can be taken in the future to lower their influence and continue to make this world a better and safer place for all people. And hopefully we can do so by limiting the number of civilian casualties when trying to do so. As you may know, 
The Olympics started today. This year is going to be very interesting politically speaking at the Games. In December, the United States announced a diplomatic boycott on the Beijing Winter Olympics due to charges of human rights violations by the Chinese government against Muslim minorities. Other countries, such as Australia and Canada, followed suit with the United States. What this means is that the government officials will not be attending the games, but athletes will still be able to compete. According to AP reports, boycotts happened at three summer games in a row from 1976 to 1984, with the most significant being in 1980 when more than 60 countries sat out of the Summer Olympics in Moscow due to invasion of Afghanistan by the Soviet Union. This is all according to the Washington Post. For those who know me, you would know I love the Olympics. I love watching athletes compete against each other to win the most coveted prize in their respected sports. I love the thrill and excitement that they get when they win and all of the chaos that can come about when there's a shocker. It's so fun to watch. While this is true, I also am a firm believer in justice and standing up for what is right. This news about diplomatic boycotts may bother some people because not enough is being done to stand up to China. But something is being done, which is a good starting point. I agree, something more should be done. We should be dealing with this much more efficiently and in a bigger way. There are so many things we could be doing to stop this, and we're not. But at least something is being done, as I said. The United States and other countries aren't just sitting around watching what is happening and doing nothing. While further steps should be taken, and I urge the president and other countries to ponder this and start taking more actions, I do believe that something is being done, and that there is an optimistic way to look at this, because progress is being made. I truly do hope more progress continues to be made, because this is such an inhumane act, and it must be stopped once and for all. China must be held accountable for their actions, and the United States and other countries and even the United Nations needs to step up and say something and stop this inhumane crisis from taking place. We can't become complacent. We must prioritize this issue and ensure that it doesn't happen again and does not continue to happen in China. But as I said, there can be something good found in this story, in the fact that we are trying to do something and we are starting somewhere. There always has to be a starting point. And we are currently at that starting point. So we'll have to see what the Biden administration, the United Nations, and other countries do throughout the next few weeks and months. And I will keep you updated on that story. However, I urge you to just look on the bright side of this story because there is a little ray of hope. And hopefully there can be a big sunshine light at the end of this because it is possible. We just need to act and work together and Work in a way that makes sure these Muslim minorities are protected and safe and 
can be relieved of the pain that they are suffering right now. In reality TV news, recently other ma- on The Masked Singer, a show where celebrities sing in costume and are later revealed, Rudy Giuliani was unmasked, leaving the judges shocked and somewhat angered. In fact, judges Ken Jeong and Robin Thicke walked off of the stage while Jenny McCarthy and Nicole Schwarzenegger did not leave and talked to the former mayor and aide to the former president. Season 7 of the show premieres on March 9 on Fox, so tune in to see this moment. Look, I'll be honest with you, this story comes as no surprise to me at all. In fact, conservatives and pop culture seem to be a weird combination to most people. I am a pop culture junkie. I love pop culture and love learning about it and I think it's so fascinating to see the intersection of politics and pop culture. But it's weird to a lot of people because honestly, Hollywood is extremely anti-conservative and we all know that. With all of this being said, the two male judges did exhibit the greatness of what being an American citizen means because they acted as they pleased. Furthermore, they used their free speech to make a point by their actions and lack of words. I personally think that this move was childish. However, at least our freedoms haven't been taken away. I truly do feel they should have stayed to talk to the former aide, partly because it's professional, but also because he gave his time to go on to this show. It is the least they could do to respect the contestant. But they do indeed have the right to lead. Furthermore, I do also believe they should have stayed because it is, it is respectful of his former position. Um, and I believe it, it just elevates the tone. There is such a political divide in this country right now, as we know. And I believe that people should be willing to talk to those who they disagree with. And we're seeing Hollywood saying, no, we're not going to talk to pe- people we disagree with. We're just going to move them further and further and isolate them, which shouldn't happen. And I applaud the two women for staying on and talking to the former mayor, even if they do disagree with him. But as I said, we have free speech, which is truly amazing and is a principle that conservatives are fighting for. We fight day and night for these principles and these freedoms. So it truly is um, both a blessing and a curse at times. But It is always a blessing to have our freedoms and we should never get them taken away. So while this story is annoying and rather burdensome, it just shows that it's so important to have our freedom still and that that is a great thing to have and is the bright side of this story. This story hits really close to home for me. This past week, Tom Brady announced on Instagram that he will be retiring from the NFL. After a stunning 22 seasons in the league, as a top-tier quarterback, Tom Brady will step away from the sport. As an avid Patriots fan, I am devastated. Brady offered so much to the game. This news shocked some, and came as no surprise to others. Emotions in the news fall all over the board, with some happy and others, such as myself, upset. With this being said, 
I have to look at it from Brady and his family's perspectives. I hope that he has more time with his wife, children, and spending time on his other passions. The goat, as we call him, had a phenomenal run. But now it is time for him to retire and enjoy spending time doing other things. As a fan, I am sad. But as someone who is a son, friend, and brother, I am happy because I will know he will be able to have time with those he loves and just enjoy his life. The NFL will never be the same. But there are always new players who can bring out joy and excitement like Brady did. Now the reins are being passed on to a new generation, which is so exciting to watch. Congratulations on a stellar career, Tom Brady. I look forward to seeing what you do in life and how being out of the football game now changes everything. You were great to watch, and I am so thankful that I got to grow up being a Patriots fan and cheer you on in all of your Super Bowls. Good luck on your next endeavors. Well, that's all for today. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode of On the Bright Side. I look forward to delivering the news again next week. Thank you so much for all of your support. As I said at the beginning, I really do appreciate it. It keeps me going and just keeps me really enjoying this show. I am so thankful for it. And I just love that you all have enjoyed it and are having a great time listening because I truly do feel that there is a bright side to the news. And as I said, all of these stories, some of the, most of them are very sad in nature and just can, they pull on our heartstrings and make us feel so sad and down about life. But there can be a bright side to them. And I hope you're starting to see that and that all of these stories we look at come with pain and anger and frustration but they can all be viewed in a different light if we just are willing to look at it that way and understand that the news mostly shows us the negative side of it, but we can pull from the positive if we try on our own. There is a way. Until next week, keep looking at the news and never give up on hope. There is so much good in the world. You just have to go out and try to find it. Dig for it. Try your hardest. I believe in you and know that you can find it. And I'm always here to keep delivering the news from my perspective, but also from a positive perspective. You're listening to Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 WRFH. Thank you again and have a great weekend. <laughs>